on a night when they needed two points, the Dallas Stars came through in a big way and secured a 5-3 win over the Edmonton Oilers. On today's show, we will break down this game in its entirety, talk about what the Stars did well in order to win this game and come from behind, talk about the special teams on both sides of the ice for this team, and just overall how they handled this game and the key to the overall success that led to the win. All of this coming up on a midweek edition of Locked on Stars. Your Locked On Stars, your daily podcast on the Dallas Stars. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Howdy, Stars fans. Welcome back to the Locked On Stars podcast, the only daily podcast covering the Dallas Stars, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. I'm your host, Dane Lewis, your local expert on all things Dallas Stars hockey, credentialed member of the Dallas Stars media, coming to you on this Wednesday, March 23rd. And whether this is your first time here or you are a recurring listener, thank you for making Locked On Stars your first listen of the day. Be sure to hit that subscribe button on YouTube or hit the follow button if you're listening on your favorite podcasting platform and also leave a rating and a review. If you like what you hear, you can also find me on Twitter at Dane double underscore Lewis. And of course, our show is on Twitter as well at Locked on Stars. You can follow us there at that spot. But without any further hesitation, let's jump right into talking about last night's game and what a crazy game that it was. Not many home games in the month of March for the Stars. So that means not many opportunities for Stars fans to go to the AAC to catch a game. But boy, were they treated to a dandy last night, as I'm sure uh, Razor would say and probably did say at some point, either during the broadcast or uh, post game. And, and maybe I missed it, but that just sounds like a way he would describe it. And also uh, it was Razor bobblehead night and uh, celebration um, of him, I believe, 25 years with the Dallas Stars covering them. Uh, pretty incredible achievement there for the color commentator for uh, this team. And he does a fantastic job. So glad he was able to be honored in, in some way. So uh, those, those bobbleheads looked pretty awesome, uh, in my opinion. But nonetheless, the Stars come through and get a monumental win. Uh, you know, you got to win your home games regardless of what time of year it is, but especially in a month like this uh, where you're going to be away from home quite a bit and wins are hard to come by on the road. And this is an Edmonton team that's been trending upwards as of late. Uh, they did lose Monday night in Colorado, as I predicted they would. So they were coming in a little bit tired, but still a team that was looking to hold a spot in the top three of the Pacific Division. And they still have that spot as of right now, but back-to-back -back losses are not boating well for them uh, if Vegas suddenly gets hot and they, they could swap places very easily. But the Stars, uh, you know, not all that glitters was gold uh, in this game, if I can say that. They did find themselves in a familiar situation in this matchup. They were down by one in the final 10 minutes of the game, and they needed a big counterpunch. They had already counterpunched once earlier in the game. They were down 1-0. And then in the second period, Jason Robertson scores a goal. And then quickly on the power play, Joe Pavelski scores a goal as well to go up 2-1. But then Edmonton came storming back with goals from Evander Kane and Leon Dreisaitl. They were down 3-2, and they needed a goal in a big way. And Rupe hints just like he did on Sunday in Washington, comes through for the Stars team once again. And it, man, if that wasn't the most Rupe Hintz goal ever, uh, just a clean pass from John Klingberg 
into the zone. One of the better zone entries you'll see from the stars. One of the, you know, one of the better goals you'll see from the NHL all season. Uh, just a nice breakaway goal. A lot of defenders there for Edmonton, but Rope's speed uh, and often maybe overlooked aspect of his game whenever we talk about his ability because he's a guy that can really do it all. But we forget that he's one of the best skaters on the team and his speed uh, is one of the best, certainly on the Stars roster, if not the entire NHL. And he burst into the offensive zone, puts the puck in the back of the net to tie things up for the Dallas Stars. And that was a big moment because then at that moment, you know, you're watching and you're thinking, okay, maybe we force OT. That way the Stars at least get a point in this situation or they get the win because Dallas, unlike last year, has actually been a very good team in extra minutes this season. But again, great pass from John Klingberg. John Klingberg has been on a tear as of late, which is fine by me because we now know he's not getting traded. Uh, you know, he's still going to be a Dallas star through the end of this season. And if this is the John Klingberg we're going to get from now until fill in the blank date that the season ends for the stars, that is fine by me because this is a better team when John Klingberg plays the way that he has been playing over the past few games. But the stars did not stop there with that Rope Hintz goal. Tyler Sagan and Denis Gurionov fought excellently for a great two-on-one opportunity, and they executed it to perfection. It just felt very poetic for Denis Gurionov. He's had a very up-and-down year. He's been healthy, scratched a few times, benched a few times. I know the coaching staff, that sometimes uh, it seems like they've been critical of him, but I think that they see the potential and they want the best for him, and he seems to have found great chemistry with Tyler and Jamie Benn as well on that second line. But that chemistry with Tyler was flashing on all cylinders uh, right there in that moment. A great two-on-one opportunity executed to perfection. The the Oilers had actually had one earlier in that game. It might have been actually a three-on-one, but nice to see the Stars flip the script there and to see Dennis get the game-winning goal. I know it's sometimes been a tough outing for him this season in the goals department, but that's going to be probably his biggest one of the season and maybe a nice little momentum boost going into uh, what's going to be a difficult road game on Thursday in Carolina against the Canes. But then the Stars didn't even stop there. They've been so bad at hitting the empty net this season. Uh, they've you know had games that they've either lost or had to go into OT because of their inability to clear the zone and hit the empty net allows the other team to score on the six on five. But Tyler Sagan, whenever we needed him most, comes through and gets his 300th career NHL goal on the empty netter. Uh, you know, not against a goalie, maybe not as dramatic as some envision, but still a heroic moment for a guy that has played hero for this franchise for several years. And this was uh, a big one. And now 300 for his entire career. Um, congrats to Tyler Sagan on that one. As you can see, if you're watching on YouTube, we are celebrating that in a big way. Both jerseys hung up are Tyler Sagan jerseys. Gotta, gotta pay respects to number 91 after last night's big goal. And we talk so much about the Stars playing too conservative late in games, but that's not what we saw on Tuesday night. If anything, we saw that early on. The Stars started really slow. It felt like Edmonton could have been up by maybe two or three goals going into the first intermission, but thankfully... They were only up by one. Uh, the Stars came out a little bit sluggish, seemed to be lacking a sense of urgency. But as the game picked up, the Stars picked up their intensity, and they pretty much bullied Edmonton out of getting any points here. Uh, I think Edmonton was kind of thinking the same thing, probably when Rope Hint scored that goal. They think, okay, worst-case scenario, we get a tie, we at least get a point. Uh, but you know, we've seen the Stars be in the situation where you know that Nashville game, uh, what, two weeks ago, a week and a half ago, Whatever it was, whenever you're thinking, okay, maybe uh, you know the game's tied now. Maybe they still get a point out of it. Nope. 
Nashville comes in and steals two points. Nice that the Stars are now on the opposite end of that spectrum, getting two points and letting the other team leave with none. And, of course, you got to talk about Jake Ottinger. He kept working despite two quick bang-bang goals from uh, Edmonton in the second period, a shorthanded goal from Evander Kane, and then really quick after that, Leon Dreisaitl gets, uh, I think, again, it was a, a three-man rush, uh, either against one or two defenders for the Stars. Just so much speed on that Edmonton offense, and Dreisaitl certainly one of the deliverers of that speed, and he gets a pretty easy goal on Jake, but still lots of heart from him, lots of heart from this team to continue fighting, standing like a boxer who had been dealt some heavy blows in the early round, but rallied and came back and it, were able to lay the final blows, eventually defeating their opponent. Uh, and it feels great to see the Stars get a home win, a much-needed two points with games in hand against teams like Edmonton and Vegas. This is about as big a win as we'll see from the Stars all season. Well, coming up next, we will continue to talk about this game, dive in a little bit to the special teams side of this matchup between the Oilers and the Stars. All of that coming up after a quick break and a thank you to some of our sponsors. Today's episode of Locked on Stars is brought to you by HelloFresh. With HelloFresh, you get farm fresh, pre-portioned ingredients and seasonal recipes delivered right to your doorstep. Skip trips to the grocery store and count on HelloFresh to make home cooking easy, fun, and affordable. That's why it's America's number one meal kit. HelloFresh delivers pre-portioned ingredients to your door, including farm fresh produce that arrives within a week, so you get convenience without skimping on quality. Skip the trip to the grocery store, saving you the wait and long lines and ensuring you don't waste any money on excess food. HelloFresh has fit and wholesome recipes for satisfying and nutritious meals that you can feel good about with six recipes per week to choose from, including low calorie and carb conscious options. Customize your favorite dishes with their new Hello Custom offerings by swapping out one protein for another upgrading for more luxe experience or even adding protein to a veggie meal that means more choices more variety and more meals truly tailored to you go to hellofresh.com locked on 16 and use code locked on 16 for up to 16 free meals and get three free gifts again that's hellofresh.com locked on 16 promo code locked on 16 for 16 free meals and three free gifts HelloFresh, America's number one meal kit. Jumping back into this Wednesday episode of Locked on Stars, your first listen of the day. Your host, Dane Lewis here at Dane double underscore Lewis on Twitter. And you can also find our show on Twitter at Locked on Stars. Getting closer and closer to 700 followers and also slowly but surely starting to creep up on 200 subscribers on YouTube. So be sure to subscribe if you are watching on YouTube uh, or even if you're listening on your favorite podcasting platform, the YouTube page will be linked in the episode description. Thank you guys for the continued support. But let's continue to talk about last night's Oilers stars matchup and talk about the special teams because special teams played a big role all across this game. We pretty much saw everything that you could see as far as special teams from both these squads. The stars did score once on the power play. Who else but Joe Pavelski uh, in front of the net? We talk about all the time, especially with guests on the show, that Pavelski is the first guy out on the ice at morning skate, and he's working in front of the net, working on deflections and rebounds. And it paid off last night. 
Uh, he works for that kind of stuff in practice, and he earned this goal 100% last night. He was in front of the net after a shot on goal. He gets the rebound, and he puts it in. And this was a big goal to give the Stars, the at the time, 2-1 lead uh, not too long after Jason Robertson's equalizer. Here comes Joe Pavelski on the power play, doing what he always does, which is come through big time offensively for the Stars team. However, you do look at the Stars power play, the shorthanded goal, from Evander Kane is bad, but also it was Dallas's first of the year. It almost felt surreal, like seeing it happen, um, just because there have been some scares and some opportunities, and even the initial McDavid rush was a scare within itself. Uh, it almost seems like seeing Connor McDavid going one on one at a goalie is an inevitability. There was a defender there, I believe it was Klingberg, uh, if I'm not mistaken. It could very well be wrong on that. I cannot remember off the top of my head, but regardless, there was a Dallas body there that was able to shut him down a little bit. Um, but still a heads up play by him to to feed the puck to Kane off the wall. Cer certainly do have to credit him there. I mean, this is one of the best hockey players in the world who made a head up play. Evander Kane has also been on a tear as of late, um, and he put himself in a great position as well. But it's, I mean, a good thing that it, it took us until March 22nd for the Stars to give up a shorthanded goal with all their inefficiencies and problems this season. You can't knock them uh, on the amount of shorthanded goals they give up because that was very much the first one that they gave up on the year, which is a good thing to look at, all things considered. And honestly, you know, the shorthanded goal in this game makes the comeback even better. Uh, you know, that should have given Edmonton all the momentum, especially with the dry side will go right after that to eventually take back the lead. I mean, that was a moment uh, that you look back and Jake Ottinger could have crumbled and kind of curled up in a ball and, and you know, felt sorry for himself. But he did it. He continued to work hard. The defense continued to go at it and work hard. The offense continued to forecheck incredibly hard. Really impressive rally from the Stars after a pretty devastating goal to give up uh, and a frustrating goal to give up, I'm sure. But then you flip the narrative on the PK and things went swimmingly there for the Stars. They went three for three. And I mean, this is a top 10 uh, power play unit in the league. I believe it was number six right before I recorded this. So a top six power play unit in the NHL. No McDavid, no Dreisaitl scoring on the power play, which is massive. I mean, they almost seem like a shoe-in to score on the power play or at least, you know, get a point on the power play. And, you know, Connor McDavid uh, also in general throughout the game kept out of the back of the net. He did get two assists on the night. And, of course, Dreisaitl did get his goal. But I feel like the Stars did a relatively good job containing them on the five-on-five, -five, but especially on the penalty kill. We continue to see that storyline unfold pretty much ever since the end of the All-Star break. The Stars' PK has been phenomenal. Uh, they've had a few shaky moments, but overall, they've been really rock solid. Uh, and it's kind of at the point now, whenever the Stars do go on the PK, that I feel somewhat confident. I mean, I'm not super excited about it because no one likes to see their team commit a penalty. But just the way they've been playing, I feel a little bit more at ease for the two minutes that I have to watch it. Uh, just because of the effectiveness of which they you know, perform the PK, especially encouraging since they don't have Miro Haskinen. Uh, and at one point in this game, John Klingberg was the guy that committed the penalty. So there was no Klingberg out there on the ice for two minutes. And, you know, that's what you get when the defensive core buys in and gives their all. We've talked so much over the past few weeks about this, you know, defensive core of Ryan Suter, John Klingberg, Essa Lindell, Yanni Hockenpah, Andre Secker is back in the lineup, Thomas Harley, whoever it is, that they all have to step up in the absence of Miro Haskinen and buy in to what they're doing and give it their all. And they're really doing that. And it's paying off. And of course, you got to give credit to the penalty killing forwards as well, whether it's Jamie Benn, whether it's Roddick Foxa, Luke Glendening, Michael Roffel, those guys also working very hard. And you can see the fruits of their labor in the Stars penalty kill as well. And, you know, 
a lot of the guys I just named may not be the best at their respective position, but at least in last night's game, they went out there and they said, hey, I may not be the best. You might be a better player than me on the other team, but you're not going to outwork me and you're not going to get the better of me. And that's what we love to see from the stars. And that's what we need to see from them going forward on a consistent basis, including Thursday night when they will be in Carolina taking on the Hurricanes who boast the number one penalty kill in the NHL. So the stars power play, even though it seems to be trending slowly upward at the time, uh, they do have a big test in store on Thursday with the best penalty kill in the entire national hockey league with the hurricanes. And we'll talk about that more on tomorrow's show for certain, but coming up next, we will continue to talk about this game and, you know, the all around great effort from the entire team from the Dallas Stars to get this massive win. But again, we will do that after a quick break and a quick thank you to some of our sponsors. Today's episode of Locked on Stars is also brought to you by Built Bar. All Built Bars are covered in 100% real chocolate. Low calorie, high protein. Replace your candy bars with Built Bars. They are better for you. A typical candy bar can be anywhere from two to 300 calories. Compare that to a Built Bar, which only contains 130 calories, four grams of sugar, four net carbs, and 17 grams of protein. Mint brownie, coconut, coconut almond, and a new flavor for this month, white chocolate cookies and cream. They are all delicious, and new flavors are coming out all the time. If they think a flavor might be good, they'll make it, and it will be delicious and good for you. At Built Bar, they are all about the taste. They make it taste delicious first and then figure out how to make it healthy. And I don't know how, but they pull it off every single time. You can go to built.com right now and use promo code LOCKED15 to get 15% off your order. Again, use promo code LOCKED15 for 15% off your order at built.com. And we are closing out today's episode of Locked on Stars. Your host, Dane Lewis here at Dane double underscore Lewis on Twitter. Continuing to talk about why the stars were so successful last night and what allowed them, uh, you know, to really flip the script and get this massive comeback W over the Edmonton Oilers. And really, it boils down to, uh, you know, the phrase everybody eats and pretty much everybody on this stars roster ate last night in a big way. And this needs to be a game that sets the example for the stars going forward, that sets the tone going into this final stretch of the season going into late March, early April. They had great attention to detail, especially in the second and third period. Really smart plays, smart passes. They shared the puck within reason. I feel like one of the bigger complaints against the Stars this season, especially as of late in some of their games, is not shooting the puck or maybe making one extra pass too many uh, and putting themselves in a bad position offensively. But I feel like in last night's game, they made the right passes at the right times and shot the puck at the right times. Uh, and we saw them be the beneficiaries of that. And if I'm uh, Vladislav Nemestikov, I'm chomping at the bit to get out there and play with these guys after watching last night's game, just with the puck movement and the involvement of pretty much everyone on the offense. Even the guys that didn't score points were making impacts in big ways that might not show up on the stat sheet, uh, but they were still playing hard and playing with great effort. And that resulted in their teammates getting on the score sheet with assists or goals, or for some guys, both. I mean, you look at the guys that had two points, Jamie Benn, Joe Pavelski, Jason Robertson, Rupe Hintz, Tyler Sagan, John Klingberg, Dennis 
Uh, Garyanov and Eslandell both record one point apiece. I mean, that's huge. I mean, you just see pretty much half the roster getting involved on the scoring, whether it's an assist or goal, and just really doing their part to make sure that the team is in the best possible position to be successful. And, you know, it's okay for a player to take over on occasion. I'm not saying that this has to be the way they do it every time, but they need to at least be striving for this. And if a guy takes over and scores a hat trick or, you know, has a three-point or a five-point night, that's fine. I mean, that happens every now and then. Rope Hintz had a hat trick against the Carolina Hurricanes, and that was a big game and a big win for the Stars. But I think the Dallas Stars are truly at their best this season when they trust one another and when they rely on one another to be successful uh, because, I mean, it's a team sport. And so when you play as a team, go figure, you're going to do really, really well or, or at least put yourself in a great position to win. And there was really no slacking by the end of the game from anyone on this roster. If there was a guy on the ice, they were going 100%. They were going all out. And the team knew that they could grab a playoff spot with the win. And so they went and got it. They wanted it. Uh, Vegas dropped their game to the Winnipeg Jets. And so this was a perfect opportunity for Dallas to finally utilize some of the games in hand that they have over Vegas to surpass them for the time being for that second wildcard spot. And now they're in a great position going into their game on Thursday to get another win and hold on to that spot and never look back really hoping the stars can build off this win continue to move forward and never lose that playoff spot again let's make it happen let's continue to hope for that outcome and again massive win for the stars as it was a home win in the month of march i believe this was only the second of four home games uh, in the month of march they will be on the road uh, taking on the Carolina Hurricanes on Thursday. And then they will actually be back home this weekend for a date with the Vancouver Canucks. So they will be back in the friendly confines of the VAAC once again pretty soon, but then they will be hitting the road for uh, a back-to-back -back, um, against the Anaheim Ducks. Two 9 o'clock starts here in Central Time. RIP my sleep schedule, but still probably going to be a ton of fun to watch. Uh, and I think the Stars actually have a great chance to win those games now, given that the Ducks did give up a lot of their talent at the trade deadline but we will talk about that more once we get there that's going to do it for today's episode of locked on stars be sure to subscribe to and follow the locked on stars podcast wherever you get your podcast at whether that's on youtube or your favorite podcasting platform we are free and available no matter where you listen or how you listen thank you again for making us your first listen of the day now go make your second listen of the day the locked on fantasy hockey podcast Host Steel Roden and Flip Livingstone help you become the expert of your fantasy league. It's free and available wherever you get your podcast at. Be sure to also follow me on Twitter at Dane double underscore Lewis and of course our show on Twitter as well at Locked on Stars. Be sure to tune in tomorrow for a preview of the Stars Hurricanes matchup that's going down in Carolina. Going to be a big, big game for this Texas hockey team. We'll see you there, Stars fans. Have a great Wednesday.